What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Movie Crush Mini Crush Monday with Charles W. Chuck Bryant. No, hey, Chuck, it's me. No, Wait, what are we doing? Muppet voices here? Sure. Hi, ho, Kermit the Frog here. Frog? I already did that one. That's my, the only way I could do it is just say the word frog. <laughs> That's my Miss Piggy impersonation. Piggy? I can't say other words. Frog? Piggy? We could frog? That, piggy? That would be our show. <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> you call Frog right, and Piggy. That's, that's our show, folks. <laughs> Uh, Noel, we're going to get right into it this week because that's what we do when we record two episodes and this is two, number two of two. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go straight on over to the Movie Crushers page where uh, John Kell, K-E-H-L, so if you want to search for this thread on the Crushers page, just search for that. And this was a good one. He said, what was your most fun movie audience experience? He said, mine was snakes on a plane on opening night. Everyone was hissing Mm -hmm. at the screen. Uh, people were wearing toy snakes around their necks and the mother effing snakes on this mother effing plane line had everyone screaming with laughter. So much fun. This is a fun thread, Noel, because it reminds us of before times. Uh, the before times. I saw Black Panther on opening weekend in 3D and people were just dressed up. Uh It was a thing. It was packed out. It was so exciting. People were just like freaking out. Um, that's a good one. And then I saw Mandy at the Plaza. Ooh, I thought um, that was fun. When it was like, because that movie kind of attained cult status very quickly because it was released on demand. Mm-hmm. It actually didn't come here to theaters, but then it did so well. People loved it so much that it started getting picked up in little smaller run theaters. Mm-hmm. And so by the time we I saw it at the Plaza, people had already seen it. So they were like screaming about the different parts that were happening as they were happening because they knew it was coming. And it was I was right there with it. It was so fun. That's great. How about you? Uh, I've got a couple. I mean. 
I will say um, all of the newer Star Wars experiences have been a lot of fun. That has been fun. Uh, when that first, uh, back in the 90s, uh, was it 90s or 2000s, when the first whatever prequels came out. Phantom Planet? Yeah, my brother was working at AMC Theaters at the time. People really lined up to see that movie. We rented a van and got um, tickets and had all of our, our friends in a van, like 12 of us, and he got us in there early. And we sat six and six right in the middle of the theater <laughs> uh, in front and behind each other. And when uh, the nerds got let in, they were so mad that we got in there first and we were stared at and made fun of and people were mad at us. But hey, we, we took it. So that was fun. And even though the movie ended up sucking. Uh, but I'm going to go with my favorite Noel. And I'm about to talk to Trevor uh, in about 45 minutes about this movie. Cool. Um, Dazed and Confused. I saw at the Georgia Theater in Athens. Nice. Uh, which is a uh, mainly a music venue, so they serve beer. And it was a fucking straight-up party, dude. It was. This is like pre-fire Georgia Theater. OG. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beer lines running across the ceiling like Georgia Theater. Yeah, yeah 1993, yeah. and it was... Uh, Amazing. People drinking and smoking weed in the theater, and it was just a party, man. It was one of the most fun movie experiences I've ever had in my life. It was great. Dazed and Confused. Wait, no. Wait, I always confuse Dazed and Confused and Fast Times. Which one's got Spicoli? That's Fast Times. Fast Times. Dazed and Confused is the one that's Linklater, correct? Yes. Got it. Boom. Very cool movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to go here with Christy Richardson. Says, I uh, saw Braveheart in Edinburgh. Packed to the brim with rowdy, cheering Scots. It was perfect. Oh, I bet that was fun. 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 Uh, Sean's, uh, sh oh boy. S-C-H-B-L-E-Y. Shibli? Shibli? Shibli. I'm sorry, Sean. Like a fine Shibli. I'm sure you've been going through this your whole life. But Sean says, I went to a screening of Scott Pilgrim versus the world, and afterward, they had a passable live version of the Sex Bobombs perform a concert. Ah, So like a fake the, version, love, but a, but a pretty good it. one. I love Scott Pilgrim so much. Yeah. That was a movie, like my kid, she's gotten even more down this road, but like for, she has in the past few years started being at that level where she doesn't like anything that I recommend. Um, just right. Because she's very, you know, yeah. headstrong and, uh, and independent. Totally get it. Uh, but that was one we, we vibed over um, because it has anime qualities to it. Mm -hmm. uh, it has that comic. It is a manga or sort of, I guess it's American, but um, it is done in that style and she totally Got it and dug it. That's great. Um, Phyllis Martin Talent says, Midnight showing a Pulp Fiction, the weekend open. Audience was really into it. We didn't know what to expect. Uh, I remember the first time I saw that, it was at a matinee in Athens, and me and all my friends went because we were big Reservoir Dogs fans. And uh, that was a big one. It certainly wasn't very crowded at the matinee, but the 30 people that were in there were all big movie fans and Tarantino heads already. And it, it was great. Totally. Duffy Johnson, the single time I saw Rocky Horror at the Midnight Show was a blast. That's good. I've never seen that at the Midnight Movie. Can you believe that? Yeah, I haven't either. Um, they do it weekly uh, at the, well, <laughs> before times, uh, at the Plaza. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've actually never seen Rocky Horror from start to finish. I have. I've seen it a few times on the old TV, but uh, I, I should do that live experience once. That'd be fun. Uh, Noah Hubbard says, likely Hedvig in the Angry Inch. Uh, after... It went to second-run theaters. People in Portland were really into it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fun movie to see with people in a theater. Yeah, that's one that, like, I don't know that I ever recall that having a big first run theatrical release. That's always one that I just noticed on the shelf at the mm-hmm. video rental store and thought it was intriguing looking. Yeah. And then got into it because of that alone. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. I saw that in New York. That's when I was living up there. Well, that's New York, Chuck. I was in Augusta, I know, Georgia. I know, I saw it at the <laughs> Angelica, in fact. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Charles Martin Akers, one of our old pals, says, I love going to see the room midnight viewings. Of course. I'm sure that's a lot of fun. I need to do that, too. You know, I told you, when I was living in L.A., that was out. That was when it was released. And, oh, yeah. And we just saw that. And my friend Scotty and I saw that billboard and we just, I never knew what the fuck it was. I was just like, who is that guy? Mm -hmm. And what Mm -hmm. is that about? I never knew and never looked into it because it was kind of pre internet smartphone days where you could just kind of look anything up at any time. Wasn't that fun? I mean, you know, obviously it's nice to be connected and have access to literally every bit of human knowledge that ever existed, but there's, there was some magic to like, you know, not knowing. (laughs) Kind of yeah. uh, just being a little in the dark about things and not being able to just Google something immediately. Totally. And then the people, the people that are good at, at, at like doing things like that now have a very niche and special ability to like promote an event, even with the Internet and have it be still kind of have some secrecy around it or, yeah. or a film or, or a, a record or what have you. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, Tracy Miller says the sixth sense. I was sitting next to the cutest little old lady in a full theater. When the reveal came, the whole audience exploded. She leaned over and said, I don't get it. What happened? Uh, spoiler coming, by the way. Uh, he said to her, he was dead the whole time. She says, who, the kid? I said, no, Bruce Willis. And she said, well, I knew that already. How did you all not figure that out? <laughs> you dummies. That's funny. I love it. Grandma figured it out. Uh, John D. Caldwell says, probably Return of the Jedi, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or Purple Rain. Uh-huh. I, I bet that was fun. I didn't see Purple Rain in the theater. Yeah, I saw Pulp Fiction in the theater when I was way too young. And I don't even know exactly logistically how that was possible. Because um, I seem to remember I just went with a friend. Like, we were like, you know, in like fifth grade. Yeah. I mean, what was that? 94-ish or something? 93, 94. Yeah. And we like, I don't know if we snuck in or if we had a parent buy us the tickets or what, but like, I remember that movie, there were things I did not understand, let's just say, at the time, about Pulp Fiction. Like, the distinction between cocaine and heroin right. was really important <laughs> in that one scene, and also, like, what the gimp was doing right. to Marsalis Wallace. I, I, I didn't understand. I didn't, it, took, it was years later before I realized right. he was, like, sodomizing him. I did not have any understanding of that at the time. Like, well, why good. is he so mad? <laughs> Oh, boy, that's really cute. That's adorable. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Uh, one of our old friends, Jenna Van Valen, says opening night of Blair Witch when it was still a whisper campaign. Was it real? Was it not? Packed theater. The tension and excitement was palpable. No one ate or drank their concessions. Everyone was just glued to the screen. The whole room would jump at the same time. So much fun. Uh, And it was a moment in time that couldn't be recreated. The perfect storm early enough in the days of the internet and viral campaigns. Totally, Jenna. Yep. I was, I fell for all that stuff. I didn't fall for it and I thought it was real, but I just fell for the whole experience and saw it at, uh, uh, What's the uh, indie theater over there? In the, uh, not the plaza, but the uh, the, the Midtown Arts uh, Cinema. No, not Midtown Arts. The classic uh, La Fonta Terra. Yes, the Terra. Yeah, yeah, that's the a little Terra. further out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's La Fonta anymore. You know that story. Uh, George La uh, owned these small indie theaters in Atlanta back when I was growing up. No, uh, the who, Terra. Who's George La He was a m- movie. Uh, Retailer, retailier, or movie. <laughs> Interesting. A, th- a theater man. Uh, and he had the screening room, which was over uh, sort of near Buckhead. That's not around. Right. Tara is still around. Garden Hills. And I think there was one more. All these little tiny indie theaters. It was, it was great. Like Atlanta used to have those, Noel. They don't anymore. I know it. The Tara is still around, though. Tara and the Plaza. Seen- I've only seen one movie there, and the Midtown Arts is. I mean, that's I mean, maybe that newer, but now I, I like guess. it. I like yeah. the Midtown Arts. No, I love it. I love it. Uh, let me see. When Let's... are you gonna feel comfortable going to a movie again, Chuck? After you're vaccinated, or are you like, do you need the rest of the population to be vaccinated? Uh, I think what's, when what's I am fully double vaxxed, I would feel comfortable going to a movie theater with a mask. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that I won't get sick. Right. 
Uh, and they're now saying too, CDC just said once you're fully vaxxed, they're saying for at least three months, you don't have to quarantine either after exposure. Um, but they're just playing it safe. Like it may be longer, but you know, there's so much they don't know about how much you can carry it after you've been vaccinated. And I think they're all just trying to be very conservative and saying still wear that mask. Yep. But yeah, I may go to a movie once I'm double vaxxed. Mm-hmm. I want too. to. I mean, I'm looking it. forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to I mean, obviously it's not just going to be like, boom, back to normal business as usual, but I'm looking forward to the little trickle uh, of, uh, you know, of normalcy that's going to be coming in. So I, I forget who it was. Uh, it was on a podcast. I was listening to me, but someone was pointing out that like when uh, everyone's fully vaxxed, it's going to be like the roaring twenties <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, like it's going to be pretty are, fun yeah. and concerts and movie theaters and Ugh. vacation destinations. I mean, everything is going to be pretty packed. Even though there's a lot of people who are like, what? I've been doing that this whole time. Well, that's also true. Do you think it's going to be like the run on it is going to create a supply and demand like a mismatch? And it's yes. going to be only for the for the super haves. Like you got to have like, you know, get the premium reservations. And I don't think know, that, that necessarily, but I think it's going to be, I mean, a stuff you should know performing live. Like we're going to be fighting to get theater space. Is every performer on the planet is going to oh, that's a good point. try and get back in there. So that's going to yeah, be yeah, tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're going to charge like fucking $200 a ticket just because people are going to want to be there so bad. We're going to rip them off so good. I can't Stop. wait. <laughs> Did you hear about what the Flaming Lips have been doing? No. Oh, dude, it's Do so tell. cool. They uh, they've been doing they've been working on it for a while and they had a couple scheduled and then they canceled it when the big spike happened again but they just successfully pulled off or i think it's still happening it's at this theater in oklahoma city called the oklahoma like vanguard i can't remember because that doesn't matter but they're doing a concert where the band and the audience are all in those giant inflatable Uh, bubbles yeah he he was performing in those for a little while for certain sure. songs. And then I did hear about that. Yes. I think they sell a hundred of them uh-huh. uh, for the whole room yeah, and yeah. you can have <laughs> up to three people in your bubble oh. and the front row, a bubble costs $400. Ooh. Every other row is only $200. But mm. if you split that up three ways, that's not that crazy for oh, like per see, bubble per bubble. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Because they can only have a hundred of them and they have like a gridded out, like, you know, when you, when you go to buy, I actually went to the site and was looking at the ticket, uh, purchasing, you know, uh, interface. And there was a whole map of like how the bubbles are laid out. And like, if you have to go to the bathroom, they have people that'll help you and unzip you and take you to the bathroom. And it's like, he's really thought it all out. I love Wayne in that way. He's very, uh, he's always been very, um, innovative, you know, when it comes to like live stuff and forward thinking, you know? And I think, uh, very fan friendly too. Big time. Yeah. Big time. All right, Noel, we're going to move over to Kelly uh, Kearns Brockington, uh, rising star, supposedly, is what it says here on the Facebook page. I just got designated a top fan on the Movie Crushers page. (laughs) Are you a top fan? Uh, I'm a top fan. (laughs) That's great. I can't even get verified on Instagram, Noel. That's crazy, Chuck. I can't either. Have you done the thing? Have you, like, sent your stuff? uh... I did, and I don't... (sighs) I, I don't really care. I don't think it matters that much, but it I, doesn't. There but is a person yeah. impersonating me on Instagram already. Oh no! Like they stole my Facebook or my uh, Instagram picture, and it's a, a Charles W. Bryant page, and there's like 30 people following. So I reported that person, but they haven't posted anything. It's just weird. But like, it, I'm not like worried about it, but it's just weird to be a slightly public person, and all of a sudden someone's impersonating you. You know. Josh isn't verified either. 
a little uneasy. It's a little weird. He may not have tried. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Josh isn't really on Insta that much anymore. I haven't, he hasn't posted it in a while. He's more of a Twitter guy. Is he? I think so. I know he is. Why am I asking that? <laughs> I think he's really sick of Twitter too, though. It's possible. Judging from uh, our recent conversations. All right. Kelly Kearns Brockington says this. What's a movie that you like a lot, but is not well known and you find, uh, but you find that it really still stands up. She says, for me, it's uh, club paradise, Robin Williams and Peter O'Toole. I remember that movie and the movie feds with Mary Gross and Rebecca DeMornay, FBI comedy, but not a farce. I remember both those movies. I would say fairly little known at the time for being, you know, movies with big people in them. So we're going to say this, uh, John, I haven't seen this movie yet. Uh, John Atlee Gudjonsson. There's a lot of, I mean, that's, I'm not sure what that is, Swedish or something. It's hard for me to read your name. I'm sorry, John. It says, In a World with Lake Bell flew under the radar. Uh, and Scorsese's After Hours also deserves more attention. Both very good movies. Uh, Gary Lee says, Two Aussie movies. Likely not so well-known outside uh, Australia and New Zealand, both starring Sam Neill, The Dish, and Death in Brunswick. For sure. I don't uh, know any of these movies that you just mentioned. These are all uh, uh, alien to me. Alien? There's another one. Alien's good. <laughs> Little-known. Uh, Heidi Lauman says The Butcher's Wife. Yeah. Kyle Peterson says uh, Pootie Tang. <laughs> Did you ever see Pootie Tang? I know that uh, Louis C.K. wrote it and, and didn't really get much he, he credit like for booty, it. Booty I've seen it. It's been a long, long oh, okay. time. It's been a long, long time, but I, I, need to, I need to watch it again. It's pretty great. Yeah, it was yeah. before Louis C.K. was much of a name. Uh, I'm with Mike Binder here, one of our old friends. He says Mystery Men. It's a movie that uh, wasn't very big, and even the people that saw it, he says, uh, even fewer like it, I think. Uh, it was, I think Mystery Men was pretty fun. I'm on record, Noel. What do you Is think? Is Tom Waits in that? Was Tom Waits Did I make that? that up? He may have had a part in that, now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, yeah. He's definitely in it. Yeah. It's been a while. He's like I, on I the poster. It. Is he? No. Uh, no, he's not. No, he's not. But he, he's like a, he's, he's a, he's a bit part in it. It looks like I haven't seen it. Uh, who else? We got your Ben Stiller. We got yes. your Janine Garofalo. Paul we got Rubens, your, William Macy. Uh, Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. He was good. He threw the forks. <laughs> yeah, he threw the forks. And then we've got your William H. Macy, who I also quite enjoy. Yeah, he had the shovel. I thought that was a pretty fun movie, actually. And there's a lot of replies on there that I can't read right now. But I think uh, Mike is getting a lot of support for Mystery Men. I think slightly misunderstood movie. Yeah. Because, like, I think what maybe people took, took a little too seriously when it was meant to be a little more tongue-in-cheek, kind of, I don't or know, what? maybe. I think it was seen as a misfire. I thought it was good. Okay. I okay. got a lot of love for Mystery Men. Uh, Brandon Anderson says, Rad. I remember this movie. Uh, young Lori Laughlin. I think I've seen this movie more times than anything else. Uh, Lisa Fuller says, Sneakers. Uh, the Robert Redford River Phoenix movie. Did you ever see that? That was good. I remember uh, it being, like, it's a little creepy, right? Aren't they kind of cat burglars or like home invaders? What, why are they called sneakers? I, I remember... think they were, uh, it's a heist movie. Yeah, it was a heist movie. It was good. I believe there was some hanky-panky in it, if I'm not mistaken. Ew. I seem to remember either seeing the movie or seeing in the trailer that there was like some, some titillating uh, activity going on. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Uh, Anna Mill says waiting with Ryan Reynolds. I didn't see that. It was a movie about a restaurant wait staff. I, I should have seen that. Because I, Lord knows, I waited tables for many, many years. No. Yeah. I never waited tables. I worked in the kitchen, though. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I did that, too. Well. You know, my first job, Noel, was when I was 13. I was a busboy at a barbecue restaurant. And then they moved me to the kitchen to be the uh, hamburger and French bread guy. You would griddle the French bread. Sure, sure. So I sure. manned the back grill at l- literally fucking 14 years old. You were a grillman. I was a grillman at 14. I've been working ever since. I always I, uh, wanted to make my own money. Oh, of course. I, I, I got a real early job like that, too. I think when I was about 13... Uh, my neighbors who I, you know, rode to school with, carpooled to school with, they owned a Chinese restaurant um, in Augusta, and they let me wash dishes uh, during the summer, even though I was, like, not old enough, technically, to get hired. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. All right, we'll move on to Katie Rowland here. Unapologetic, but I love this movie so much. The beginning always kills me. It's so great. Uh, she's talking about Return to Me, uh, the movie with David Duchovny and Minnie Driver. 
A lot of people like that movie. Uh, Mike uh, Imick says, Wonder Boys. Michael Douglas should have been nominated for an Oscar. Awesome supporting cast. Fran McDormand, Robert Downey Jr., Tobey Maguire, Rip Torn, Katie Holmes. Yes, Mike. It's one of uh, our favorite movies here in this house. And I think it's beloved, but wasn't some huge movie. So I see where you're coming from with that. It's one of our comfort movies. We can watch uh, Wonder Boys any day of the week. We talked about this recently, and that director did other cool stuff, and he was... Uh, Curtis, uh, he passed away. He did 8 Mile. Curtis... Oh, no. Type with your little fingers. I'm looking. Curtis Hansen. Curtis Hansen. Yeah. Is it the writer, then, who was more... Like, Curtis... I know, because Michael Chabon... Uh, well, it was, yeah, it was oh, okay. based on a Michael Chabon novel. Got it. Wonder Boys got was. It, got it. Okay. Great movie. Michael Chabon also wrote Spider Man Two, and uh, John Carter. Remember that uh, massive flop, John Carter. <laughs> Remember that screen fart. Yeah. <laughs> was that? The movie it wasn't was a Keanu. Fart. It was like a Keanu impersonator. Oh, uh, was that guy from? Uh, he was from one of those Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie was just like an, an egregious flop. I yeah, believe I did not yeah. see it. No, I did, did not see it. All right, that's good stuff. Uh, we're gonna move on and finish up Noel with stream this. Uh, you, my friend, will be delighted to know that we finally watched My Neighbor Totoro. Isn't it nice? And all week we've been running around the house going Totoro, Totoro. Yeah. And Ruby loved it. She watched it again the next day. Oh, wonderful. Love to hear that. And it's, uh, it, it is great. It's just, there, there's something about it. It's just got a bit of magic to it. Um, lovely, lovely film. Not what I expected. Mm. Uh, Emily loved it. It was just really, really lovely. Yeah. Well, now you got to watch Ponyo. Ponyo is the, has got to be next on your list for the kid. Okay. Eden at her age, exactly almost. Was just taken by this movie. Uh, it, it's one of the ones where, like, there's some of the Ghibli movies that are a little um, dark and 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 get a little kind of like over mm -hmm. the top in, in like nightmare territory, nightmare fuel kind of stuff. But uh, what Ponyo about Spirited is, Away? Is that good? It's it's a little dark, but it's 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 just on the line. Okay. I think Ruby would dig it. Like uh, Pr Princess Mononoke has some like beheadings and like serious violence. She's whereas she can yeah. she's okay with that. Well, then you're good with all of those. <laughs> Princess Mononoke too is about a badass like wolf girl who yeah. like you know just slays literally and kicks so much ass. I gotta say though, Chuck. Um, uh, so there is a new Studio Ghibli uh, kind of what do you call it like cgi kind of you know modeled animation that came out called earwig and the witch yeah is that any good no it sucks really and it's it's miyazaki's son goro and it's just like it, it it's got all of these like trying to touch on themes from the classic ghibli films and it doesn't know where it's going it's it's, it's charming in spots but then it just kind of ends and it's really ham-fisted and just like, what the fuck was that? When it ends, you're like, really? Like, it was a real, real bad misstep. Interesting. I think I've seen a couple of other Ghibli fans on the Movie Crushers page kind of say that they didn't really like it either. Mm. That's too bad. It was a real letdown. But I love Totoro. Uh, and I'll definitely check out Spirited Away. Ruby, even from a young age, was like, she always understood the difference between real and make-believe and um, has accidentally seen me playing a couple of games. With mm -hmm. a couple of bad things where I was like, yeah, yeah, you're, not yeah, yeah. like you're not supposed to see that. And she's like, Daddy, kill him. Cut his head off. Kill him all. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. she, she just gets it. It's, uh, 
you know, it is what it is. Oh, but right. I, but I'm glad because I don't want her to uh, think that stuff is real and to be you know confused by it. Absolutely. How old is she again? Four, five? No, dude, she'll be six in July. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I was. She's on her way. The second time. Yeah, that's perfect age. Five has age. been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, that's it's a real transition, as you know, a, a transition period to uh, you know to to some more self uh, oh, self care. Dear. Like you know, it's, she it's... she'll get up and go take a bath by herself now and stuff like that. You don't have to run the bath water for her. You don't have to do all this stuff. So it's it's great. It's really fun. Uh, and then, Noel, uh, I've been watching Search Party. Mm, I've heard good things with uh, with Maybe from Arrested Development. Yes, uh, Alia Shawcat. Shawcat, I, I believe. Yep. Uh, it is really good. I like it. Cool. And I was delighted last night. I was watching one, and my old friend Peter McNerney, uh, my friend in real life from the Stuff You Should Know TV show, popped up. It's always fun to see Peter pop up. Oh, shit. I had a call the other day with a couple of dudes one of whom was in the Stuff You Should Know TV show, and I Ooh. can't remember their names now. Oh, hang no. on. Hold oh, wait, on. were they the brothers? No. No? Hang on a second. Uh, let me look at my, my calendar entry. Oh, no. Uh, Who could it be? It was... Peter um, Elliot? Wait a second. Wait a second. Where the hell is it? Uh, it Not Caitlin. No, it was, it was a dude. They're, they're radio guys, they, they, and they were pitching like a radio... Uh, like a history radio oh, kind of show. Oh, I bet you anything. There was one episode where we had a softball team at work, and we played an, a radio station softball team, and we got a real radio Atlanta radio DJ to play the part of these kind of jerks on the other softball team. That sounds about right. Yeah, I bet you it, anything uh, that's who that was. Okay, that sounds about right. I'm having a hard time locating the calendar. Entry, yeah, yeah. He specifically mentioned having been on the show, and he also told me, I wasn't aware, uh, that it is streaming now, available on the uh, the Discovery streaming app. I know, and I'm going <laughs> to show Ruby soon. I was kind of waiting for the right time to be like, guess what, daughter? Uh, your dad was on a TV show, and here it is. Uh, I'm going to do it soon because I think her mind will be fairly rocked by that whole experience. Um, so we'll see. It's funny when she hears uh, our show now, Noel, she goes, is that Josh or Noel? <laughs> That's sweet. She can't tell you apart, which is funny. That is funny. Uh, <laughs> and then finally, Noel, the, the movie I watched the other night uh, called The Kid Detective. Uh, very good. It came out uh, sort of late last year, I think was not a big movie because it was obviously just straight to uh whatever uh straight to streaming uh very good movie a very dark comedy um i've been texting hodgman about it because it has the same premise as a tv show that is a child detective who solved mysteries a la encyclopedia brown who has now grown up kind of washed up and gets a new case with some high school kids uh current high school kids and that is literally john's tv show dicktown um oh yeah it's very interesting how these things can parallel thinking yeah it is it is you just wonder how that works and you know i don't think anyone stole anything from anyone it's just weird but I highly recommend kid detective written and uh, directed by first-timer evan morgan starring adam brody uh very fun kind of dark comedy super super clever and well-written smart funny movie quite enjoyed it right on what about you? Um, I've been digging uh, back into a show that I liked a long time ago, and it's one of these things uh, where, like, if if you're 
paying attention the whole time, you're like, oh god, there was three years in between seasons. But since I wasn't, uh, it, it just like was all available there for me, and I I, I finished it. It's called Luther. It's mm-hmm. with Idris Elba. He plays like a yeah, uh, I, I a hardened, seen it, but I know it. Hardened uh, London detective mm-hmm. who kind of you know plays it fast and loose with the law and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's really good. It's got like you know, it's one of these things where it's like just the gnarliest of the gnarly serial killer types, you know, psychopaths, like mm-hmm. nailing people to crosses and really fucked up seven type shit. Um, really, really fun. I say fun, yeah. uh, you know, loosely, uh, but it's it's great. And it's, it's it's a really good cat and mouse type thing. Um, they call it a, uh, a how catch them instead of a whodunit because oh. you know who the killer is. Right. And you're just seeing how they but go they about it? catching them as opposed to like figuring yeah. out who it actually is, which is a fun little reversal of the norm. That's cool. I've heard good things about that. I'll have to check that out. Luther. Love that Idris Elba. Oh, he's great. And uh, they, they just wrapped season five. Again, apparently there was like a three-year gap between four and five. Mm-hmm. And apparently it ends with a really serious cliffhanger. Um, and they, they apparently are, are going to make a film uh, for the next entry. And oh. then they're going to put it to bed. Very cool. I hope they do that. All right, Noel. That's it for today, my friend. It was great to see your handsome bearded face as always. And uh, and I can't wait till we can hug it out soon, my friend. Oh, dude, I was about to say, sooner than later, and also we could get the kids together, and uh, Eden can you know teach uh, your daughter how to be a moody goth. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, thanks to you, and thanks to everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yes, yes. Movie Crash is produced and written by Charles Bryant and Noel Brown, edited and engineered by Seth Nicholas Johnson, and scored by Noel Brown here in our home studio at Pont City Market, Atlanta, Georgia, for iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. 
Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.